Hey, hey, thank you for tuning. I'm gonna do that more because I don't know what I'm saying. Okay. <laughs> you need a script? No, I'm trying to remember it's funny because it's been a minute. You used to have to run it back. the camera. Yeah. You might have to run it back and play it so you can get it down. Alright. Wanna just keep going? Yeah, we might as well. I'm about to say, edit it. Yeah. Once again, I'm Queen K, and thank you for listening into It's Taboo. And I have a couple friends here with me today. I don't know if y'all want to introduce yourselves. Uh, I'm Ashton. And you want to go ahead and say your, your little disclaimer, Calvin? Oh, anything that I say is my personal opinion. It is not the opinion of the Marine Corps or any of the armed services in general. Okay. So we're going to go ahead and start with the first segment. Hey, how are you? We are still in the pandemic. First day of October is when we're recording this. So what's been on your minds? What y'all been into? How's life? Just a little overview of that y'all want the people to know. Where's your mind been at? What you've been doing to stay safe? <laughs> go ahead. Okay. I'm just getting, I'm just transitioning now, getting out of the Marine Corps, ready to get, um, Get my life situated it's a little difficult with all the, the mask wearing it's hard to get interviews and everywhere else trying to find a job all that stuff and shoot even going to mcdonald's just trying to get some food you gotta walk in with the mask and everything mm-hmm. or you're gonna get cussed out by some karen or something you always go through the drive through how about you um i am well i currently have just left um college um and I'm just like trying to transition, like going into getting a job and stuff like that, but still also um, trying to just like figure out my way, you know what I mean? Like trying to figure out if I do want to go a corporate route or if I just want to do my own thing. And yeah, that's pretty much where I'm at right now. Okay. But yeah, I have been personally just a quick update. Um, of course, y'all know I graduated. Maybe you don't know if you're new. Graduated this May, and I am, thank you, <laughs> trying to get this internship started, trying to secure the bag on multiple different... Our next segment is let's talk about it. So, the topic of the day is going to be y'all's perspectives on this. So, typically, in... The society at least we live in now okay it seems like it's we're transitioning to more men and female men and women both being in the workplace or if someone is staying at home it's usually a stay-at-home mom or the woman working from home taking care of the kids but what is y'all's perspective on being a stay-at-home husband with or without kids both like what's your perspective um, i mean i think it, i think it's cool like i think people to uh put too much stock into like how a relationship is normally supposed to work, like, you know, the, um, what do you call it? Um, I guess just the, like, the normal things that a man is supposed to do and what a woman is supposed to do, and I feel like you can't really, you can't really stick to those norms anymore, just because, like, if you check the stats, like, women are getting more degrees, women are getting higher paying jobs, like, men are kind of falling to the wayside, especially in this pandemic right now, so... I mean, you just gotta, you know, whatever works for you. I'm cool with it, you know. Right. Going on with that normal thing, 
talking about how everything is supposed to be this way or this way just because you're a man and you're a woman, you know what I'm saying? But like you said, women are really taking over the industry in a lot of different ways. There's a lot of women in the military, there's a lot of women in the police force, there's a lot of women in the business side, corporate, out there. They're out there in waste management doing the same thing guys doing, getting dirty. Women are getting to the bag. Right? Nah, facts. You know me. Um, but dang. So y'all wouldn't mind, okay. Of course, you know, taking care, that includes washing dishes, taking care of the kids. But my thing is, as a woman who would not mind being the breadwinner of the family, I'm not going to lie. I don't mind me staying at home. But what are you doing, like, yeah, while you're at home? I'm not going to lie. I, most women in this position want someone to still, in a sense, match her energy. And that's not necessarily, doesn't have to be, in a sense, the income. We do look for support and stability. But it's like, I don't know, if I have a stay-at-home husband, I'm like, okay, what are you doing on your end? Like, you still work from home, in a sense. Like, you're following your passion. That's why, like, we agreed for you to stay at home. Like, so would you be about that life or... Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. If I'm gonna work, if I'm gonna do something from home, then I'm definitely gonna, like you said, work for my passion type stuff, mm-hmm. and that's wherever. Like, say for me, as an example, I'm trying to start a trucking business, and I'm gonna get enough trucks. To, if I if I got to that point, and I got enough trucks, and um, been able to do the, the dispatching and all that stuff from home, mm-hmm. then yeah, I'd be right there doing it from home. Mm-hmm. What about you? I mean, yeah, that honestly. Um, that's almost like an ideal situation for me just because like the way I am I want to do stuff for myself and it's like I want to do you know like my artwork and all the little projects that I do on the side so it's like I would much rather do all that and be able to have the free time to like be able to do it from home and I mean I don't mind like washing dishes taking out trash like take care of kids I mean you do that now even without being married or having kids or whatever you do that now so, I mean, it wouldn't be no different for me. If anything, I think it would kind of be my ideal situation. And it's not like I wouldn't mind going out and working too, but just having that freedom of being at home. So, like, you work on whatever you want to work on, when you want to work on it, even while you have responsibilities at home. That's true. And I have another question for y'all. So, this talk is more so about, okay, the big dilemma. And I feel like this is a real taboo question. It's the name of the show. Okay. <laughs> but, okay. So, what is y'all's opinion? Because I forgot. I was watching something. And there's there was a debate on who's more important. If you could only save one, I guess, in a sense. Either your child or your wife. Who would you feel is more important? In your opinion, of course. There is no, I guess, right. Yeah. If, if I had to, and there was no other choice, then yeah, probably the child. And probably my child because I'm honestly if, with people that if she's matching my type of energy, I want her to drop me too. I want her to let me go right. and let the child go. Right. What about you? No, same. Like I, I would rather not be in a position to have to make that choice. And it's like I've seen people make arguments to where they say, um, you know, you can you always can make, make it. Child. Yeah, and you can. I get that, but at the same time, it's like, man, that's like you. That's right. like your genes. Like that's, yeah, like that's for you to just say like, oh, I can always make another one. Then that just means you look at your child just like 
a material thing yeah. like I can always go buy another one and it's like that's not the case like as hard as it is to to, to have a kid in the first place like some people yes. can't have kids so for you to just be like nah I'll just get another one like that's that's just disrespect because say you think like that then you go and you try to have another kid and you can't have another kid that's true you know then you just you, you, you kind of like you almost harm yourself with it you know what I'm saying that makes sense but I feel like in the same defense people like you said use that argument you can always make another kid but it's like you can also find another wife so but okay if you feel like this person is your absolute soulmate though like no one else like you're like that's still a risk you willing to take this world got how many people on it there's a lot of people in the world but you bound to find somebody else you'll find somebody they might they might not be the soulmate but you'll find somebody to live with in a sense true but I ain't gonna lie like if you're not the soulmate like I don't even want you yeah I don't I don't want to just be cool with just like coexisting with yeah someone. I don't because when you're just coexisting like regardless of however you may feel you're gonna slowly come to like not like that person because it's just like when you start rooming with somebody and you you realize all those things that when you were dating them it was cool you were excusing it but when you're not dating okay you're not just gonna put up with this anymore right so like it'll it'll just cause conflict at that point i mean y'all can always stay in different bedrooms different houses that don't matter that does not matter because if you left someone a certain way and they go touch it and it's like i left this like this why are you going in my stuff i feel but that's like similar in my opinion to the transition of being single to being in a relationship in general like something you can adapt to yeah but it's like if you're not dating that person anymore you're not excusing those things anymore especially if it's like it's a guy you were dating y'all in love whatever whatever but then you're like okay this isn't working but we signed the lease you're gonna be tired of looking at him. Man. No matter if he's staying out the way, when you do see him, you're just gonna be like, "Why are you here?" Like I have the place to myself. Like you're not man. wrong. You is not wrong. Been there, done that. Ain't trying to do it again. I was about to say, I don't know. I feel like okay. So, in y'all opinion, when is the right time to move in together? If that's like something you're presenting, because in my opinion, I'm like I. We can be at each other's house, take turns going back and forth, but it's like, until I have a ring on my finger, and even low-key after that, to a certain extent, I plan on having my own space, you need to have your own space. Like, I don't know, I just like the idea of having my own space. When we're going to collectively come together and sit down and be like, okay, no, you're moving in, or I'm moving in, or let's go find a place together, I've never been presented with that, so I don't know. But what is y'all's opinion, since y'all are in different situations? I'd give it maybe like eight months to a year before you move in of just commuting back and forth, doing this and this and that. It depends on the, again, depends on the relationship and how y'all vibe. Again, it's always a different spot once you get in there. Yeah, you can stay the night a couple times, maybe stay a couple days, maybe a week tops or whatever. But once you in and you move in, Ain't oh no, it's different. Ain't no turning back. Nah, it's different. You want lease too? <laughs> yeah. It's different. That lease is something, something serious. You want that binding contract? Ain't yeah, no that paperwork. Um, honestly, I got a lot for me. It's gonna have to be a little bit longer for me, only because I've been in a relationship where I was I was staying with that person. But it was only because like I was trying to leave a dorm and I was like working over the summer. I was gonna try to get my place. 
And it's just like, man, that that amount of space, like like you said, everyone's different, every relationship is different. But when you're when you're used to having that space to yourself and then that time that you have to yourself is cut off because the other person comes in and, and they're demanding that attention, like that's very tiring for yourself. And it's like you know, I, I just feel like everyone needs to be able to have a space in themselves for however long. Like, it, I, I don't know. I feel like it needs to be some years before you move in with that person because every day you find something new. Like, it doesn't matter how, it doesn't even matter if you've learned, if you've known someone for like 10 plus years and then you started dating them. Like, you don't know how they are in certain relationships. You don't know how they are when you've done this. You don't know how they are. Like, if you leave the seat up, like you don't like that, but that's little things. Yeah, you know, that's like, the little things. things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. Little things. And, and to someone else that you dated, they didn't snap at that, but right. to now they're snapping at that, and you just gotta respect it. So it's very true because yeah. I know I'm that person, like you said, with the whole toilet seat. Mm-hmm. Like I've all my life. This is one thing I'm not about to change. Put the seat down. Shoot, even when I was little, we had certain situations. Um, you know, they opposed to it, so <laughs> that wasn't the case. But okay, um, okay. So relating back to the whole picking your wife over your child, I don't know what, why, but this made me think. Okay, how do you feel about parents in a sense living their dreams through their child? Because of course you want to have a connection or you want to share certain things with your child, like sports. Like a lot of guys are into sports; they want their kids to be into sports. Like, I guess, how do you feel about that? Like, are you going to see if your child like try to? push them to liking what you like or just showing in are we fully accept them because I know I, I met a person who in my opinion was pretty ignorant but they were like no like my son has to like this that yeah. and third I don't want to put him out there but yeah. I was just like well, what if he doesn't right. if like, he doesn't I mean yeah I, I can see where it's coming from in that aspect because I played all the sports football basketball all the other stuff swam track every baseball everything so I'm gonna show my kids that and if they like it, they keep going. But I'm not going to just let them like do it once and not like it. I'm going to let them do it from make them do it for like a season mm-hmm. or like some weeks. If you still don't like it, some months. If you still don't like it after that, then you can drop it. Yeah, because you you have to like it's it's one thing to you know you gotta like let them experiment and find stuff. But at the same time, once they do find something that they're kind of good at, like you have to make them do it for a while. Yes. So that you can like show them consistency, yeah, and they can know, like, okay, if you stick through it, like, this is the result that you get. Because if you don't show them, then they're just going to do it, pick it up, and be like, ah. Eh. And I know, like, I, I have that that bad sometimes with things. Um, but I know for myself, I always tell myself, like, I'm not going to be the one to, like, push stuff on my kids. Like, I'm going to just let them experiment with whatever. Mm-hmm. But I know, like, me personally... Like, I say, like, I don't want my kid to be an artist because that's some very depressing shit. Like, whatever, no matter what level of art you're doing, whether it's music, whether you're painting, drawing, graphics, whatever, like, it's very depressing because the thing that they try to tell you is, like, just be good at art and work on your craft and you'll be fine. But it's not that. You have to be a business in itself. And if you get caught up in that, that's a very depressing thing because, you know, between social media and just the way like companies work, you kind of get caught up in that disguise of being like, you just work hard. And when you work hard, you know, it'll just come through and you get whatever you work hard for. But it's like, it's not like that. You can work as hard as you want. You can put in all the hours, make as many 
uh, painting, content, whatever it is you want. But the right eye, you're not gonna go nowhere. Yeah, yeah. And, and then sometimes you may get into that realm thinking this is what I want, and then boom, okay, your stuff is everywhere. But then you don't like that anymore because you realize this was really just a hobby for me. Like this was where I go to be on my own and to not think about stuff. Right. That's where a lot of people mess up when it comes to mm-hmm. when it comes to doing their businesses or their passion. Mm-hmm. You're right, turning it into a business and then yeah. it's not. Yeah, and they just don't want to do it no more. Right. Yeah, nah. I, I keep my hobbies and life separate because I'm like this business-wise certain things I'm really good at, which is like why I'm pursuing it. I'm like I might not like you said love it all the time, or work is still work. Like there's gonna be things about it that you don't like and things that you love about it, depending on if you found a job and pushed for some to do something you love or if you just settled because it pays well. Regardless. I'm like, you still have to find a balance because I'm like, even if you turn your passion into your job, I feel like you still need to find another passion mm-hmm. on the side or hobby yeah, on the side. Something else to get you yeah. away from that because you're just going to hit writer's block or artist block. Yeah. You call it. Even if it's not art though, like even if it's like literally surfing or something and you start selling surfboards or something, mm-hmm. it's like, okay, surfing because you're always around it. Like that was supposed to be your getaway. Now that you're stuck in that yeah. getaway. Now that you're it's hard. Yeah. It's yeah. hard. It's, it's going to get old. Yeah. So. But you know, um, something that I also think about too is like, um, like when you have kids, you got to think about like all of your bad habits because like everything that you do, they pick up on and they do it. So even if like, like naturally, whatever you do, your kid is more than likely going to get into, you know what I mean? Like if you are a painter and your kids seeing you paint, they're going to try to paint, you know? And but it's like you got to think about and it's funny because I'll be having this conversation with my girlfriend sometimes. too. I'm like, you know, the little things that we do where we're just thinking like, like if you want to avoid something because you don't feel like dealing with it right then. Like, you got to think your kid picks up on that. Or if like you blow up and you just like trash and shit, throwing shit around. Your kid know. picks up on that, yeah. and they're thinking it's cool, so they're like, yeah. And that's and the first born that they see. Like, yeah. they don't know any better. You, home is the first school for them, so. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not going to lie, I didn't think of it in that perspective. I know that people are always watching. My little sisters taught me that because I was doing things, you know, just living my life, and then I realized I kind of felt like my little sister was constantly comparing her life to mine, mm-hmm. and I was just like, or because she was better. No, it was crazy because she was better than me, in my opinion. But it's like, I didn't realize she was following in my exact footsteps yeah. to, in a sense, compare. And, I, and like the one time I did something that she didn't, that's when I finally, it finally clicked for me. Because it took years, but I was just like, wow. Like, you gotta think, like, as a kid, it's like, you don't want to be like your parent. You want to be like that older sibling. Like that older sibling is where you get inspiration from. But I feel like you also see them grow. Like your parents, you have no clue what they were like as a child, but the parents know how they were. So it's yeah. they're like, mm-hmm. don't make my mistakes. If you're going to make a mistake, make a different one. And sometimes that can that can go well as a parent expects it to. And then other times it's like... Driving towards it. Yeah. yeah. Or it's like you have certain things it's like a parent can't avoid. Like heartbreak. Everybody's going to go through heartbreak. As much as a parent wants their child to not go through that heartbreak, it's like it's gonna something it's you can't happen. avoid. Yeah. yeah. So it's like... Maybe the way it happens, you may be able to change, but maybe how they react to it. Yeah, that's that's it. I think that's that's a, that's a big thing too. Like I know for me, I told myself like I was gonna try my best to at least when I do have kids to like teach them like you know when you whenever you're dealing with something or whenever something like affects you to just like feel that emotion like 
I think people start wilding out and doing crazy shit when they don't want to feel that emotion. Mm-hmm. So, like, if you feel ashamed, you're going to start, like, drinking whatever, whatever, because you want to avoid it. But it's like if you sit in it for a little bit, and it's like, I know it's uncomfortable, but if you sit in it and then you, you realize what it is and then you realize why it is you feel this way, then it's like you can help the kid understand, okay, I can go about things a different way or I don't have to react that way, you know? But if you just, like... Like, if a kid keeps getting beat up and you just tell him, like, oh, don't cry, like, that's going to turn into rage. Because you can't, like... You use that rage and beat it up. But, but, but the thing is, like, even, even when... Like, abuse doesn't just go away. So even if you think, like, okay, like, okay, if your kid's getting bullied at school or getting beat up, then you figure out the bully gets beat up at home. Like it just trickles down. You can't. You can't really it's get away from it. Cycle and it goes down deeper, deeper. Thank you. I'll talk about it for a minute. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. But no, I definitely agree. And thank you guys for listening once again. I would definitely love to hear your feedback, comments, questions, concerns, and also feel free to like and share by following us on Twitter as well. I would accept DMs, comments, good feedback, bad feedback, complaints, commentary, all of it. I want to hear it. So yes, feel free to follow us on Twitter at It's Taboo. For you, once again, it's spelled out I-T-S-T-A-B-O-O, the number four, the letter U. And also to just end on a positive note, once again, I'd like to say aim high, dream big, fearless, stay blessed, and tune in for our next episode. Thanks. Bye.